0: This is the Adulting I Hate It Here podcast. Ciao. Adulting is good. I want to go home. I hate it here. I hate it here. I hate it here. I want to go home. I hate, I hate it here. I hate it here. I hate it here. Yes, yes. Welcome back, my fellow adulties and adult adjacents. This is the Adulting I Hate It Here podcast. I'm your host, Queen T. I can be found on the Twitter machine. At I am Queen T I M Q-W-E-N-T-E-E. Same thing on Instagram, Don't be creepy. Are y'all OK? You, 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 everybody? Cool. Because y'all president just announced that there will be 30 more days of distancing, and I just want to make sure that y'all haven't completely lost your minds at this point, because I have. And it's upsetting me and my homegirl, because I feel like, well, damn. If you can't go outside, where the hell could you go? And it's not really that I mind the additional 30 days because I kind of naturally assumed that this would be a prolonged situation. I was just waiting on the world to catch up. But I I'm kind of a realist or I'm very realistic or logical. And it's not like this microorganism was going to disappear because Monday came. I kind of sense that this would go on for a while. So he finally did make an announcement um, yesterday that there will be 30 more days of distancing and people are losing their minds at this point. Mm-hmm. Because we've only done about a couple weeks at this point, guys. And the reason why I don't have a problem with the 30 day, not that I'm not sick of my four walls in this house, but. Really, it's just a safety issue. I mean, you can take your ass out there with the Demogorgon if you want to. But as far as for me and my household, yeah, I'm going to just stay put the way that they ask. Because really, this is all about a lot of people's just lack of concern. You still have people out and about. You still have people trying to have some form of normal life. And it is putting more people in danger This is a very, very serious virus. The numbers are increasing every day. I know I get a certain level of anxiety watching these numbers increase daily. And at times I feel like I am just absorbed in this current global crisis. And the reason why I think it's so cool that I do get to kind of talk On this platform is because I like to gradually see the progression I want to hear audibly me gradually losing my mind by the time this is over so I'm glad to be recording this show and honestly I was a little concerned guys because I didn't really know right do I want to put content out that's kind of centered around coronavirus do I talk about something completely different to kind of get everyone's mind off of the current events I'm still leery about that but you guys let me know this is your guys are part of adulting too so if you have any suggestions if you would like to hear something different or if you enjoy talking about this just to have someone else speak on the current issues let me know hit me up adulting I hate it here pod at gmail.com or of course you can hit me back up on that twitter machine because I be there so first of all contrary to what that intro said I don't want to go home in fact I'm tired of being home I want to go outside I really do and I don't know what's been going on but ever since the humans have been inside the house outside has been gorgeous beautiful like I don't really know what a virus weather is supposed to be like because again we just never been through this but if it's anything like what's happening right now I mean that's what's so enticing it's like outside is whispering ever so delicately into our ears come outside and I'm like no there's a demogorgon outside that we can't see and we all look ridiculous wearing these masks and gloves everywhere so it's just all a lot right now and i know that we are all kind of dealing with this in our own ways and for those of us that like to work out i know you're finding new means to try to keep in shape because <sighs> let me just take a pause quick second in the show to talk to all of my fellow snackers that's listening to the show If you have bought and or consumed all of your snacks in a couple days we need to talk like i have no advice for you but we (laughs) we are really pushing it i got on the scale today and i like gained like six pounds since this time and i'm like i'm already swollen And I just can't afford the additional pounds. So I got up today and I went jogging, even though it was 1072 degrees outside and I got a little sunburned. I was like, it don't matter. I need to go get out and do something physical. And now that it's going to be 30 additional days of distancing, I know that now I have to really get serious about my health because honestly, stressing Makes you more susceptible to falling ill to catching the virus to just generally not feel well, and I just don't want to be in that position, neither do I want you guys and that's really why um I wanted to really do the show today because sometimes I can be a little nerdy, I like to read, I like to read articles, um, I like to listen to lectures and things like that, so I was really curious as to the after effects of isolation not that this is anything similar to being in prison and let me just take a second you guys because i feel like one americans are very dramatic okay over the top we do everything over the top and this isn't like being in prison guys it's just not there are certain freedoms that you still have as a free citizen of this country that prisoners just don't okay so comparing it always seems crazy to me but we are dealing with a form of isolation so I kind of just did some research and I found an article from Science Alert and it's basically talking about the isolation and the profound effect that it has on the human body and brain and i was very curious about that because a lot of us who are home already have been dealing with certain levels of anxiety and depression and just general negative feelings that a lot of people have been struggling with prior to this virus taking over all of our lives but For the ordinary person, I'm curious because there are a lot of people who build their whole persona around being the person that is the life of the party, provided there is a party. Um, Dressing a little bit more flashy, taking great vacation photos, feeling the need to be seen and heard and adored and appreciated or acknowledged. You have a lot of people that have built their whole personality around that and now that outside is canceled who are you who are you now that you're not being something to someone i think that's really the question that i have for today and i think that what a lot of us are finding out is that we're not that cool with ourselves and the only reason I say that is because we constantly are looking for some form of distraction. Whether that is a challenge, like I talked about last week, go check out that episode. Not right now, because you're busy. But last week's episode, No More Challenges, Please. I was just talking about how everyone kind of just gravitated to the socials. Like for instance, uh recently DJ Nice, a few other DJs too, locally, DJ Tight. Um, DJ Bo Wheezy, shout out to y'all But a few of the DJs have taken to the Instagram Live And whether they're doing battles or they're just playing good music And you're seeing, you know, celebrities kind of chime in, comment Because for the most part, this virus and pandemic has put us all on equal ground, so to speak not financially not status wise but clearly we can see that this virus does not discriminate it does not have a type okay it doesn't care whether you're black white german floridian because that's a whole species of its own it doesn't care what your political views are it doesn't care what your age is i just recently saw that an infant just died from coronavirus and so in any age after that and so we're now seeing that it's just affecting people in general so this isn't what unfortunately some of people were calling this disease that's killing the boomers but this is something that's affecting all of us every single person and it seems as if we are looking for all types of distraction To kind of get away from our current circumstances and not just the circumstances I feel like we are also trying to get some distraction from ourselves and for the most part we don't like being left alone (laughs) with our own thoughts a lot of people fear where their mind goes like when it gets to that dark area When you're thinking about, I don't know, viewing your own funeral. It's just stupid stuff that you end up just morbidly thinking about. And it happens to me. I consider myself a relatively optimistic or a positive person. I mean, I'm pretty realistic, but I I try to be as positive as I can. Like when I leave the house, when I used to, (laughs) when I used to leave the house, I used to tell myself I would have a good day. And that quickly changed because as soon as I got on the street and somebody cut me off, I was no longer having a good day. As Soon as I would get to work and the boss is yelling or what have you, I'm no longer having a good day. So I realized that I no longer wanted to live a life that was contingent on favorable outcomes on the outside. And I really aspired to be joyful because Joy is impervious to outside circumstances, so it doesn't matter what's going on. I still should have some form of joy just for still being alive and being able to experience this, although it's absolutely bonkers at this point. And one of the feelings that I was reading about in this article was just the feeling of isolation for a prolonged amount of time. Now, again, this is not something like prison where you, you have to be isolated or you're in some type of solitary confinement. This is not that. But one thing that really leaped out from this article was that it changes sleep cycles. And I have been struggling. I just, I don't know what it is. I cannot go to sleep at a decent human time. I can't do it. I just seem to go to sleep now at like two o'clock, even three sometimes pushing it. It's like my sleeping cycle has gotten completely out of whack. I don't have any melatonin, so sometimes I really struggle. And and I think that just the stress of the current circumstances right now is really affecting the sleep. Not to mention, daylight saving time was really kind of in the midst of this foolishness. So all of us probably feel like a little bit off because of that as well. Another thing that it really pointed out was feeling more depressed. And of course, I feel like that's very common right now. Just the general sense of uncertainty that we no one knows. No one knows what this outcome will be. No one knows how many people have to be affected by the coronavirus moving forward. And sometimes it feels like you're losing control. We're watching the government clearly not have no control. And it trickles down to the everyday person who feels lost. A lot of people who do have businesses are kind of suffering right now. Local businesses, small businesses, um, large businesses are struggling right now as well. So we're watching everyone kind of endure this and we are trying to find those ways to keep ourselves entertained. But like I said on the previous episode, there's only so much binging you can do. And then when you get tired of binging you start eating because you're bored and don't be me okay don't be me gaining six pounds in this time just literally being bored and snacking and typing and eating a little snack here and there to the point where i don't want to make myself unhealthy making yourself unhealthy will make yourself more susceptible to getting this virus And I want to be more healthier. I really want to take this more seriously. And I do want to come out of this a hell of a lot better than I came into it. And there was a quote that elevation requires isolation. I really championed this quote because I understood the importance of withdrawing yourself to an extent from whatever's going on around you and kind of finding your center. But it's so hard to find your center right now because there is just a constant flood of fear, of uncertainty for a lot of people who are losing their jobs right now because their employers cannot afford to keep them. And they're struggling as well. So you have people who are dealing with a variation of fallout from the coronavirus and we're all trying to find our centers. And so last week's episode, I was a little frustrated (laughs) because I felt like all of these challenges and, you know, it's like I can't survive on Instagram more than five minutes. I don't know what it is. After about seven thumb scrolls and a couple likes, I'm like, well, I'm done here. And I jump on another social. But that's the problem. Like jumping from social to social to social platforms, trying to find ways to entertain yourself literally tweeting your whole day away when you're not watching tiger king pause i know we're talking about very serious things but just to lighten the mood for a second if you have not already do yourself a service go on the netflix and make sure you watch tiger king they're not paying me for this they don't have to because what they have provided for the community is beautiful This is the most ghettoist white shit I have ever seen in my life. The whole time watching this docu-series, I was just holding my face, not knowing what the hell I was even looking at. But it got really juicy after a while. And shout out to Joe Exotic. He's really the MVP in this uh, global pandemic because he did bring him, Carol Baskin, and a few others have brightened my life. With that foolishness. So if you haven't, go check it out. Go get your life. After second episode, come holla at your girl. Because you also won't know what the hell is going on on that show. Because <laughs> the binging is a part of this isolation. Because we have the privilege. And for a lot of us who have... We, I think I don't even think we understand the privilege that we have during this time too. Because we're snacking and gaining the weight. Because we know that we can get up and replenish the items that we've eaten up but eventually or at some point there may come a point where there is no getting up and going to the store and then what are you going to do i realize that i am creating habits that i would not want to sustain once this is over and we're not going to get another opportunity to collectively retreat and be inside and be isolated from outside stimulation, from being away from things we recreationally enjoy, outside of weed. We have been able to establish some distance from the things that we enjoy the most. And so now that we are in the confines of our home, this is the time to really start shaping who you want to be, because I really see this as kind of a Phoenix situation. And we're going to rise from the ashes better, I would hope, to rise from the ashes better than when we got into this situation. And I realized that psychologically, I have to do a better job of creating a habit because when you create a habit, it's basically your body knowing Better than your mind. There are things you do inherently without even thinking. You drive. When you first learned how to drive, it was very spooky. You didn't know what the Prindle was. If you know what Prindle is, shout out to you because you watched Sweet Life with Zach and Cody. Anywho, there was a lot of focus when you first learned how to drive on every single thing, but now since you've been driving for majority of your life, it comes a second nature. There are things you don't even realize. So I just wanted to create a better habit. I, I've personally realized just where I'm falling short and I'm just trying to put the things in action so that I can just be better when I come out of this. Because the isolation from outdoors or outdoor activities, whether that's going to work, even going to work is a part of your everyday routine. You're used to waking up a certain time, getting ready, taking your shower, drinking your coffee, or fixing your your lunch, or whatever you're gonna do in the morning, your routine. You've drastically been taken out of that. Where you used to complain about traffic, it isn't even a question at this point. There is no traffic. Where you used to have a certain level of anxiety from being late for work, it doesn't exist. You're rolling over in bed and wiggling your mouse. So those everyday routines that we have built up over time was abruptly taken away. And it does leave this feeling that something is missing. Not that you miss traffic, not that you miss being late or you miss working through lunch or not that you miss those things of what we consider normal life. It's just that now they're not even a thought trying to adjust to this new life of doing everything from home is causing a certain level of restlessness in us because we're so used to being out and about. But not just the restlessness, it's also the feeling that you don't have control. Like this is completely out of our control. It's out of our hands. And like I said, we're watching the government that Doesn't seem to have any control either. And it's not encouraging. It's not encouraging. And we're not feeling great about it. And I admire anybody that's still trying to be positive. Still trying to work out at home. Taking the second to read a book. Because let me clarify. On the previous episode I was just talking about finding ways to occupy your time but by occupying your time i do not mean busy yourself to the point where you start to feel like you you have that normal life again this isn't about busying yourself this isn't about taking up every single hour of your day and filling it with something to do so that you can feel productive because at the end of it you're still not going to feel accomplished or feel good because you know that there are limitations so for me, like I'm looking for some new books. If you guys have any suggestions, hit your girl up. Adulting, I hate it here, Pot at gmail.com. Or of course you can hit me up on the Twitter at I am Queen T. But I am looking for some great romance novels because I really enjoyed. You guys remember the first time you read Coldest Winter Ever? You do. And then you started to feel like these were your problems because you got so engulfed into the story. Your imagination is allowed to go anywhere in the world and really paint out this, this picture. It's really amazing how words can really paint pictures in your mind. And it gave you a little break from reality. And I aspire to have that feeling. I need a break. I need to read something other than tweets and breaking news. Please help me out, guys. But even activities like that can give you a kind of a break away from the reality of what's going on and not really be so submerged in the stress of what's going on. One of the other things that they talk about in the article as well is basically the lack of connection that we have physically. Human beings are very social creatures, whether that's from the circles that we operate in, our friends, our family, our work circles, and just having that stripped away from us, even basic affection. Like I haven't thought about it in a while, but people that you care about, people who are near and dear to your heart that you would just run up and hug or give a kiss to or lay on or have them rub your head. A lot of the small affection that we kind of are used to that we're not getting anymore because we wanna be safe, of course, and we don't wanna violate anybody's space. We're supposed to be keeping a certain distance away from other people. But outside of the people that you're probably distancing with or self-quarantining with, you're not really being affectionate to others um, the way that we used to be. And we honestly don't really know if that's gonna change in the near future. I feel like there will be a new normal and we have to get our minds around that. We really have to get, graduate and get to the point we realize there is no outside opening back up and things going back to normal. There's so many things that have changed. This has really changed the dynamics of how this country is gonna be run from this point on forward and where we fall into the play with the direction of the country at this point. So I do believe there will be a new normal have no clue what the hell that will be. But I know that this is rebuilding us. This is giving us a time to rebuild ourselves. When I really thought about the severity of what's going on, like sometimes I really have to like take a break from it because I really get absorbed in the reality that our healthcare system may collapse. We have no leadership. Unemployment is skyrocketing. And we have no form of certainty of the end of this pandemic. We don't know how long it's going to last. So it's even interrupting long-term goals. It's hard to sit down and pin out what you're going to do in November, December, or 2021. Because again, we have no idea how long this is going to last. And at this point, it's up to us to just maintain as best as we can so that when outside does open, we're going into it better people. I do not want to be the same Tanya from January that I will be when this is over. I would have wanted this to to grow me, to help me understand certain things about myself. And to be honest with you, it has given me certain levels of revelations about myself because I was like, okay, well, if I'm not out and about and I'm not being seen and I'm not being admired, I realized that I cannot try to be a new version of me while doing the same things and having the same habits. And I wanted to take advantage Of this time that we have to kind of stop and smell the roses. And I know it's difficult to do because there is this hovering, looming sense of uncertainty because we don't really know what's going to happen. But that should inspire us more to try to be the best version of ourselves right now. I really realize that you cannot build this new identity and new persona with the same personality traits with the same habits it's like you're, you're trying to be this new person but you still want to hold on to the old habits and the small things about you that you just refuse to let go this pandemic that's going on right now is leveling the playing field with everyone clear across the board no matter the status no matter the ethnicity or age or political view this or even religion This is allowing us all the same opportunity to rebuild ourselves. Granted, there are some of us that have more means than others (laughs) that can assist them in this rebuilding. But nevertheless, you know, celebrity, non-celebrity, ordinary person, it really doesn't matter. This is giving us a time away from all the recreational things that we enjoy giving us a step away from even being in the work environment i tweeted on the twitter machine just how people are kind of coping with this and asking if they're being productive in this time and a lot of people say yes even more so than before and i said hmm so you're working more now than you would in let's say your work environment or your office and people are like yeah like i'm getting more done at home And that raises a question for me. If you find yourself working more or working harder from home, what does that say about your work environment? Is it the tension of being in the office? Is it the micromanaging? Is it the coworkers? Is it the boss? Is it the general atmosphere of the work environment that makes you counterproductive while you're there? Or you're doing four hours of real work and four hours of BS. And then you find yourself at home where you have all the freedom. I mean, instead of answering that email, you can get a PB&J. So where is this additional discipline coming from? My personal revelation in this whole situation is that there is nothing that this pandemic can bring out of me that was not already inside of me. It cannot create stress in me. I already had stress it cannot create anxiety in me I already had anxiety it cannot create these negative emotions that we're starting to feel now it didn't start with coronavirus it started from God knows when from whatever form of trauma that feeling came from but coronavirus gives us an excuse to let out those feelings which is cool But I want to make sure that we can acknowledge where certain emotions come from. And for me, I have already dealt with my form of isolation. Um, For those that don't know, I had major abdominal surgery late 2018. And everything that I thought I was, I wasn't. I thought I was the cool, calm, collected Tanya. And I say some funny things from here and there and... I'm a little sassy and I love makeup and I love like going out and I love radio and I love all these things. And when suddenly I couldn't beat any of those things, I felt this heavy level of depression because I'm like, okay, well, if I'm not being something to someone, who am I? When I'm not someone's girlfriend and someone's daughter and someone's somebody, when I don't have to perform, then who am I? And do I like it? And I feel like right now... We're all getting a dose of that. You don't have anywhere to go. You can't even hang up on the phone for a good, valid reason anymore. You know how I used to be like, yeah, so I'm gonna call you back. I gotta go get some gas. <laughs> you know, those lies don't stick no more because nobody is going anywhere. So I just really tune in to the psychology of what we're experiencing right now because i'm sure this is going to be one for the books i would hope that everyone is kind of documenting in some way whether that's pictures videos journaling whatever it may be i encourage every single person to try to document this experience because this is something like no other. And we don't know when it's going to come in handy. So if you haven't already, get to documenting. I'm not saying, you know, write your own Bible. I'm just saying to show who you are right now so that when we do return to some form of normalcy, you can see how far you've come. You can see the gradual process And that's why, again, like I I love this show because I'm able to play previous episodes back and kind of like, hey, yeah, I remember that week that was kind of (laughs) crazy. So I didn't really have a specific topic. Again, I just love reading and researching and I wanted to bring this forward with you guys and to speak on certain things that i don't feel like there is a big conversation being had right now i feel like a lot of us are just trying to find ways to laugh through this get through it sleep through it work through it we're trying to find ways to distract ourselves but i want us to be very very careful that we're not trying too hard and that we're not trying to avoid ourselves and we're not trying to avoid our problems And we're not trying to avoid negative feelings because it's okay to feel those. Trying to hurry up and feel better, push negative feelings aside, that's never going to help you. Like I always explain to people that if you don't deal or don't confront the negative feelings that you feel, it's just like putting clothes into your laundry basket every week and not doing your laundry for weeks and weeks and weeks until your clothes are are spilling out. And I feel like that's what we're dealing with right now. The spill out. And you don't want that. you rather manage your laundry, right? So you don't have so much that you don't have no drawers to wear that day. Who wants that? <laughs> and I feel like that's the position that we get ourselves in. Pushing negative feelings aside. Just trying not to feel. And I know a lot of people right now are drinking more than normal, smoking more than normal, eating more than normal, because we're just trying to find a way to cope with it. It's just we cannot put ourselves in danger further with stress, with anxiety, with depression. It's nothing wrong with feeling the negative feelings, but to not get caught up in feeling those things. We have a long way to go with this distancing Clearly, we have 30 additional days. Yay! I know you're dying inside. It's okay. But we're going to get through this, guys. We're going to get through it. Again, if you have anything that you want to discuss or talk about on this show... Hit me up. I am always available. You know that and I will be here and glad to answer. So I did give a little tweet and kind of just asking about the psychology or do you think that we're being psychologically affected by this virus? And I did get a tweet from none other than my dear plush mommy from Brooklyn Social. And she said, we could be. Folks are coming to terms with their possible codependent nature or need for attention other folks are starting to be weighed down by their thoughts and their aloneness. If you got anxiety, it may be tearing people apart. This too much. Sis, totally agree. I feel like people are kind of noticing like, oh, I didn't know I needed this much attention. (laughs) But let me go live though. And I'm not killing people for that this week. I'm really not i just get that this is a lot for us to handle and if you have the time and or effort to learn the savage dance or really any of the TikTok dances i salute you but again don't get too complacent with your distractions so i want to thank you guys so much for tuning in to the show this week again you can always hit me up on the twitter machine at I am queen T-I-M-Q-W-E-N-T-E-E. same thing on Instagram oh make sure you follow the adulting I hate it here socials guys it's adulting I hate it here pod on Instagram and the Facebook like our Facebook page I'm on the YouTube sorry guys there won't be a YouTube this week I wish I had a more valid reason other than I just can't I'm just no longer able to can and I just need a break from visuals, but I will be back next week on the YouTube. Make sure you go there, subscribe so that you don't miss any new videos. And of course, the adulting I hate it here. Twitter is adulting IHIH pod because yes, Twitter is a hater and they have character limits. But we're going to get through this as a unit. Just tell your favorite celebrities to stop stinging to us, even though... Debra Cox and Tamiya really did do something to my spirit. So that I will condone. Make sure you watch Tiger King and get your life. Episode two, come Holla at your girl. I'll see y'all next week. Bye.